WestCoastCryptos.com. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Taylor Elf, and welcome to another edition of West Coast Cryptos Daily. Here's what's happening. Bitcoin is down 2% after failing to hold a crucial price point of $25,000. The world's largest cryptocurrency by market cap briefly hit the psychological threshold in the early hours of Monday, but has since fallen to $24,200. Liquidations over the weekend were very high, as Bitcoin's total liquidations totaled $205 million, compared with the prior weekend figure of $15 million. After both Bitcoin and Ethereum reacted positively to lower-than-expected U.S. inflation last week, Ether is down 5% on the day to about $1,900. The cryptocurrency briefly hit 2012 on Monday, its highest price since May. Altcoins also were mainly down on the day. In traditional markets, U.S. stock futures, crude prices, and other commodities fell after new data showed China's economic activity slowed across the board in July. That included factory output, investment, and consumer spending. In crypto news, Galaxy Digital has abandoned its plan to buy BitGo. They're saying the crypto custody specialist has failed to provide financial statements by an end-of-July deadline. The $1.2 billion acquisition was announced May 2021 and was expected to close by the end of that year. In other news, according to MicroStrategy founder Michael Saylor, the emergence of Bitcoin as an investment could put an end to gold as an asset class in the long run. Saylor, who is the outgoing CEO of MicroStrategy and a crypto bull, made the claim in December of last year. Fast forward to last Saturday. During an interview with Stansberry Research, Saylor indicated that the precious metal would most certainly undergo demonization as a result of the rise of cryptocurrencies, particularly Bitcoin. As the crypto has grown in popularity, some supporters believe that it may eventually supplant gold as a store of value and replace the yellow metal. And as you know, crypto Twitter is always buzzing, but it was especially lively this weekend as creators, collectors, and personalities went back and forth over the topic of whether or not NFT artists should be paid royalties in perpetuity for secondary market trades. It's not a new discussion, but it's one that has been amplified considerably with the launch and rising adoption of PseudoAlm. That's an Ethereum NFT marketplace from PseudoSwap that does not honor artist royalties on sales. In other words, you can sell an NFT on the marketplace and not have to pay the extra 5% or 10% or whatever amount set as a creator royalty. Yaw, and that's spelled Y-A-Triple-W, it's a Solano NFT marketplace and it ignited a similar debate when earlier this summer it launched without royalties enabled. And on Saturday, amid the fervent chatter, another Solana NFT marketplace, Salon Art, unveiled a new model in which sellers can choose whether or not to pay creators or royalty fee and decide how much they want to pay. Many artists 
unsurprisingly, are upset about the rise of such marketplaces. Some of them made their voices heard over the weekend through tweets and Twitter spaces discussions. And I got a feeling these discussions will continue. Well, that's going to do it for another exciting episode of West Coast Crypto's Daily. Thanks for being there. Thanks for checking in. We'll see you next time. And remember, cryptos are real. Let's go scrimp those stuff.